TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 504, and I am joined by the king. He is the he is the wizard of weight loss. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, brother. Yeah, hello, brother. Thank you. Long time since I've done a lot of weight loss with people, but let me tell you. Oh no, but yeah, go on. Yes, there's some tenets. There's some tenets to understanding. You know, what's where have you come from? Where did you come? Where did, it's a Cotton Eye Joe thing. Where did you come from? Where did you go? It's that. Oh, where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Where did I come from? Another great book for all kids to read when they're growing oh, up. It's a What's fascinating happening? one. We'll make the kids laugh. Yeah. Um, now, in a previous episode, 501, I reckon, um, the reason why you're the Wizard of Weight Loss is because I want to I want to bring a conversation to your attention. I have put on weight. And I don't know how long I've been carrying it for. And I will tell you that we have spoken about fat shaming for about 30 seconds on previous episodes. But but there's also um, non-fat shaming because whenever I bring up, like whenever I pinch my belly, and we're on Facebook Live, so whenever I do this and I pinch my (laughs) belly and go, I think I've put on a little bit, all I get is people that want to slap me in the face that are like, mate, you cannot talk to me about that mm-hmm. because, you know, you're not fat. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so I'm, I thought I was 73 kilos. I'm 76 kilos and I'm not allowed to actually want to have a conversation about um, the state of my physical health or how really? I'm feeling in my physical body. No, because I'm healthy and well. This is, this is the flip side of the conversation. If you went to a mate of yours that was bigger than you, fatter than you, more obese than you, and you said – I'm just not feeling 100%. I feel like I've put on a bit of chunk. I'm just not actually feeling myself, you know, da 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 They'd be like, stop your whinging. Look at me. I'm 10 kilos heavier and on cholesterol tablets with high blood pressure. Like, stop your whinging, Damo. Anyway, that's my little whinge session. I feel a little <laughs> bit like that. So I, mean, I thought this is a safe place, you, me, yep. and our 100 not-out listeners. Yeah. Because I think, you know, given our um, given our demographic of people listening, you know, probably not a lot of people under 35, and welcome to you if you are under 35, and a lot of people between, say, 35 and 65, 70, there is a physical shift that goes on when you recognize that you're not 21 anymore. And I know this is very cliche, but, you know, I and millions of others around the world realize that you do have to work harder on keeping yourself in shape as you get older. And you, Damo, are one of my gold medal mentors for having done that because you are definitely in better shape than, than I think you were five, maybe even 10 years ago. Um, I know you've ripped a hamstring off the bone trying to keep up with your son and had a couple <laughs> of war injuries, you know, swinging the golf club too many times, um, the elbow and the shoulder and so on. But I would love to chat with you on behalf of myself and the listeners about what what one does if there are a few kilos over and they're a bit unsure on what to do about it. Well, PC, great. Thanks. Let's talk about it. So thank you. And PC, let's just say that um, let's just say that your three kilos is another person's ten and another person's thirty is your three. 
So regardless of how much weight you've put on, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, then it makes you feel uncomfortable, yeah? So that's the reality of it. So there's nothing wrong with you talking about that and good on you for noticing finally that you've put on weight. Now, I do want to say that you did weigh yourself on scales you never weighed yourself on before and you weighed yourself on scales a long time ago prior to that on scales that you haven't weighed yourself on since. So it's highly likely there's some degree of discrepancy. So maybe you haven't put on that much or maybe you've put on more. So, you know, it doesn't really matter. But at the end of the day, you're not feeling happy in or not as happy as what you normally would be with the skin that you've got right now. So it's not that you need to change your identity. It's not that you need to um, change your name. Like really all it is that you're needing to do is just find a way to make yourself feel like you've got things under control. And it comes down to your tolerance, to be honest with you, PC. Like what is your tolerance level and what, and then the second thing is um, what would be the reason you choose to shed or move on three kilos off your body? Because three kilos could be, you know, bit of dehydration, a big poo, and maybe no food for a day for some people. Three kilos of body fat, you know, could be that you can now see your abs. But I think it's worth understanding what's the reason that you want to lose the weight in the first place. So why do you want to lose the weight and what would be your driver for it? Well, great question. I'm loving this already. I hope this doesn't feel too self-indulgent for the listeners. Well, what I know is, like, I can pretty much say 100% that if I have put on three kilos, it's not three kilos of muscle. So. The belly, the belly is flabbier, tubbier. I do feel less strong. I do feel like I have less muscle mass. My fat to muscle ratio is definitely uh, more on the fat side than what it used to be. Um, and that's I don't need even a calculation for that. I just can feel that within myself. And also, I can look anecdotally and know that I'm not doing anywhere near the amount of like anaerobic muscle building work than I would. You know, I do Pilates. I go for walks. Um, I run around with the kids. I hop on an exercise bike and get a sweat up. But there's nothing that would say, oh, you're definitely doing work to improve your muscle mass. Most of the work that I'm doing is not going to generate that outcome. Does that make sense? So even if I was 76 kilos, I'd be happy to be 76 kilos, but with a better muscle to fat ratio. When I mm-hmm. listen to you talk, it's not about losing weight. It's actually about improving my muscle to fat ratio because I'm feeling less vital in my body. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's more around vitality. That's what you're really after. That's the thing, right? So, um, and so that, that then becomes your trigger. So your measurement no longer is the weight. So it's not so yeah. much that you're 73 kilos or 76 kilos or whatever it is. I think you said 76. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not your measure anymore. That was just your signal. That was like, that's the yeah. sign that you saw. So you go, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm 73. What else have I noticed? Oh my gosh, I'm not feeling as strong. Oh my gosh, I'm not as vital. Oh my gosh, I'm needing to drink my um, golden latte quicker these days so I get hit. Uh, so you know, oh, oh my gosh, I'm not that. I'm not as excited anymore. So that that's really what it is. But your trigger was the weight. So it's not really that you want to lose the weight. So if we go then to what's going to make you feel stronger and more vital, obviously it's going to be movement. Uh, that's going to be potentially a small adjustment to your diet. Um, and most likely it's going to be some strength-based exercises, which are going to be really mm. important. Of course you get chiropractic. Why wouldn't you? Like everybody who's week, hello to, Dr. Enough to look after their spine and health and nervous system sees a chiropractor. So why wouldn't you? So you do. You eat good food. 
a lot of eggs and greens. We know that five days a week. And we also know <laughs> that you have CPCs and your golden latte. Like there's not a lot that changes in that space. So you kind of go, well, where's the variation that could it be a couple of extra drinks? Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Cause I've, I live now two doors down from Sarah's mum and dad and I would have a beer with Rob maybe five days a week at like four, four thirty at the end of the day. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, like, cause I would very, I used to kind of laugh that I'd only buy a slice of one beer. Yeah. Just one beer. Yeah, yeah, but I would I would used to only have a slab of beer a year, but now I'd probably have five beers a week. So that just that cumulative effect is that's there and it was and it and it didn't used to be there. Five beers a week. What does that work out to be? Two hundred and fifty beers a year. Divide so that's that by about ten slabs a year. You've got yeah. You've Yeah. Yeah, amp that one yeah. up. That went from zero to hero. It's so too, that's the thing. It's just that's what I mean. These are the things where you go, okay, like this is good because based on our last conversation about taking responsibility, this is the yeah, thing. This is it. So you kind of then you're just asking the question. You're trying to work out. You're trying to understand. Oh, Amber's calling. Um, you're trying to understand <laughs> uh, what ridiculously good again. That's really what you're trying to do, right? Yeah. And I so, just lost you for a second. I think your mic dropped out. You said something about being ridiculously okay. good again. Yeah, you're just trying to work out what's going to make you feel ridiculously good again. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so that's going to come back to you bringing back into, you know, your behaviors, some of the things that you used to do. So we go back to, let's say, 2020. Was it 2019 or 2020 when we did the push-up challenge? We did uh, pec majors? Uh, yeah, that was 2020. 2020. Yeah. And maybe a bit of 2021. Maybe. No, because it went up to Christmas, didn't it? Yeah, maybe yeah, it was 2020. 2020. Yeah. So it was from 2019 to 2020, wasn't it? Yeah, from 2019 to 2020, because I was in Philip Island when I first started. So 2019 and 2020, uh, we started doing push-ups, and we were doing 60 push-ups every single day. Then we started pushing it out, and we started to do more. Um, then we did the push-up challenge, which is the you know the competition. And so we went from being um, disciplined to being competitive, which then resulted in, in, in injuries. There was no reason for us to go outside of our discipline except for maybe let's see how much we can do to challenge our body. <laughs> but all our bodies broke down. Ravi's body broke down. Muzz's body <laughs> broke down. Ben's body broke yeah. down. Your body broke down. My, my body yeah. broke down. And we Marcus all leaped Yo, through yeah. the finish line, you know what I mean? And so, <laughs> you know, uh, I think let's go uh, back to what's yeah. important there. That's our consistency. So we needed to be consistent. So if you became consistent, again, with your food and maybe the discipline around alcohol in the evening, maybe when you go to catch up with Rob, you're not having a beer five days a week, maybe going, okay, Rob, I'm going to back off on the beer. I'm only going to drink beer on weekends. I'm not going to drink beer on the weekdays, you know, these AFDs. And so there's already immediately a reduction in your calories, um, mm. but also the impact of alcohol on your body, the impact of alcohol on your stress, the impact of alcohol on your detoxification, impact of alcohol on your sleep, like those sorts of things, like there's a snowball effect there. So a lot of people came out of COVID, for example, and they were already addicted to the lazy four o'clock gin and tonic. I was, like I came out of COVID drinking every day, like, and that was just <laughs> something that kind of snuck in because we there was nothing to look forward to except that maybe one day we might be able to walk further than three kilometers from our house <laughs> after five o'clock at night. So what I, I think what I'm saying here is that we want to go back to what we know is able to be routine and what we know is not necessarily competitive but supportive. So what's going to prop us up? What's going to make us feel good? So you carry an injury in your shoulder. It makes it difficult for you to do 
30 or 60 push-ups um, in a day. So maybe you find something as a discipline. Maybe that is um, sit-ups. Maybe it's plank holds. Maybe um, it's your little jogs again, you know, getting down to the beach and just doing that little jog. But it could be 10 or 20 push-ups. Like, it could be 10 or 20 push-ups. Maybe it's too it's much just, of one thing. Yeah. It's just a discipline. So maybe, you know, like we've been doing, we've, I mean, the Peck Majors has got going again. It's Peck Majors 2.0 now. And uh, we're all doing 60 push-ups and no one is suggesting that we do anything extra. Like we're just not doing anything extra. And that's because we're all aware that last time when we got competitive about it, we all carried injuries. So now it's just this is what it is. Some people are doing 60 in a row. I'm doing 30 and 30. Um, I know I could do 40, but I don't want to come up with an injury so it's um I, and i could probably do 50 at a push and maybe i could get 60 done but there's no benefit in doing that for me because i want to be consistent with it so it's finding what you can be consistent with is what i want to say there PC. i love it do you find benefit like so you said them like weight is not the measurement so it's the end like so muscle to fat ratio is that's a feeling at the moment but i don't have any numbers around it would you recommend for people myself included to actually get a number you know, I'm a bit like you can't manage what you don't measure. So if I got a number and it was like you're 24, you know, you know, you're 24% um, body fat, and I'll be like, oh, that's more than it's ever been. Then it's yeah. like, okay, because you know, I remember the days of being 10 and 12% and other things that was back in the day, day. But do you think those types of metrics are a good way to, you know, generate new behaviour? Yeah, I think you got to find what's going to trigger you. I think you want to you want to find mm. what's going to trigger you. And for me, I check my I check data. Like I am so addicted to data. I've got the Aura Ring, I've got the Apple Watch, I've got the Fitbit scales that send information via the interweb into my phone, and I can track my weight over the last ten years. Like it's all there. Like I've got everything. So I love the data. I used to measure my biological age. You know, look at my body fat percentage and all that sort of stuff. And really, what that was was just clues to help me stay the course. Like really just to help me understand what else I could be doing to help my body be as well as what I'd like it to be. And mm. so I whatever measurement is going to trigger you to behave well, then I'd say use it. Don't yeah. use a measurement to make you feel bad. Use the measurement to inspire you is what I'd say. Oh, this is good. I hope people are getting a lot out of this because my self-conscious levels are sky high right now but i actually hope that it's the type of conversation that if you haven't been comfortable having it with someone that you can vicariously have it through this episode because it is something that i think a lot of people you know i think about this a bit it's like it'd be very easy just to tolerate my physical body right now you know six five six out of ten and just you know see it through and not actually make a shift but it also feels like a real fork in the road moment um, which I'm sure a lot of people can appreciate. You know, you get to a point in your life where it's like your your youth won't get you through anymore. Where you could eat what you want and not really exercise and still look good and still look healthy and so on. But it becomes a lot more obvious as you get older whether you look after yourself or not. Um, you can yeah. see it in your skin. You can see it in the way you move your body, in the way that you carry yourself, and your posture and all the rest of it. So they're the little things that I'm like, okay, like I don't want to let this slip away in the conversation of what well, it's it's normal because i gather that it's not i know it's common that people begin to just let it slip but i don't want it to be um not common in the peers family anyway i definitely want to make a shift that is um one that's consistent with our message on 100 not out but consistent with who i am as an individual and at the moment it definitely doesn't feel like i'm being um 
the best version of me when it comes to that physical vitality. So this has given yeah. me a lot to think about. Yeah, great PC, great PC. And I think it's also really important to uh, remember that we're not all going to look like Tim Robards. Yeah, great mate, Timbo. But it's not. Oh, I like, thought we were. <laughs> he spends his whole <laughs> life looking great, you know, and uh, the closest I get to it is buying the same clothes as he buys um, just because Amber <laughs> sees him on Instagram. That's all. She goes, he likes Calibre. I know he likes Calibre. Yeah, yeah I've, got, I've got the Calibre <laughs> green jacket in this here. I've got the Calibre yeah. green shirt. I've got the Calibre black pants. <laughs> got the Calibre, you know, slip-on shoes. Uh-huh. I've got it all. Amber bought it all because uh, she wants me to look as good as Timbo, but I can't get the rig like Timbo. It's just not going to happen. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's been a good chat, and I have to fly because I have to be in a meeting in – 80 seconds so. yep here we go this has been another cracker thanks everyone for listening to Damo thanks for that Q&A I really hope that everyone's enjoyed it for more on Damo you catch him at DamienChristoph.com. if you're in Melbourne go to Vita Lifestyles in Sandringham and if you're fortunate enough to get an appointment with Damo count your lucky stars because he's a busy boy uh, myself MarcusPierce.com.au and if you would like to have conversations like this with us in Ikaria the Greek island known as the island where people forget to die it is our fourth trip over in 2023 it's our 100 not out Mediterranean longevity experience June 12 to 21 come and live with the locals dine with the locals dance with the locals dance with Damo and I and a group of like-minded people all the information is at 100notout.com that's 100notout.com and until next week as always continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life bye for now This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.